This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. This is Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham. We are back. We're back. It's so good to be here. Um, it, it is. Uh, it's. It's a Freaky Friday episode it because is. Uh, <laughs> we've done a little body switching. I'm feeling great. I got a haircut. Yeah, look I'm, very uh, put together. Very put together. Wearing a Henley. Tape some videos. And Jordana is in hungover town. Yes, I'm a little slow if I say anything that doesn't make that much sense today. Um, it's because what do you I, I can't what'd even you finish drink? the sentence. What did you do last night? I, had, um, I went to dinner with my friends, and then I went to a magic show. Really? My oh, my God. Yes. So I don't want, just in case you thought I was uncool. A little David Blaine? What, what was it? I went to the Nomad Hotel. I think his name is Dan White. Have you heard oh, of that? Oh, I've heard of this guy. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a fancy, sexy, cool It's magic. like fancy magic. Mad, you can put whatever kind of fucking yeah, spin yeah, yeah. you want on it. My boyfriend likes magic. It's like the least cool thing about him. He <laughs> likes magic. Yeah, he's such a loser. See, this is a fun <laughs> discussion. Like, at what point in the relationship did this come out? The magic thing? Yeah, the magic thing. The magic is thing? It's funny that it's even a thing. I mean, he's not like a diehard enthusiast, but he like enjoys a good magic no, show. No, he loves magic. He loves magic. Because <laughs> if you, if he has a magic thing, that means he, that means he's in like, and likes it enough to like seek out magic shows. Yeah. Have you been to this specific show before? No. No. So you've this is my first this is my first magic show. Well, I'm just like a very good person. From so I do, went well. This is the thing from doing comedy. I know that like, and I didn't know this before doing stand up. Is mm-hmm. that there's a scene for everything in this city? Yeah, L. A. has it too. Chicago has it a little the magic bit. Magic house thing. There's a yeah. yeah the, well, the, there's a magic scene in New York that we have no idea is happening. And on like Tuesday night, those magic people are like doing tricks for each other and working on their craft. Yeah. Same thing with stand up. Like comedy scene. Yeah. This is the it's the same thing. And I I think about this a lot now because when I first started, I remember uh, I used to you know, sell life insurance and annuities and stuff like that. And I'd wear a suit to work every day. It was a life insurance scene. Uh, that, was a, that was my scene. And then I remember when I went to my first open mic, it was a Tuesday night. And it was in like St. Mark's, which is like the artsy section of town, you know, yeah. artsy street. It's a little bohemian, so to speak. That makes me sound so not, <laughs> not in the scene. And then I remember we, like I, it was a Tuesday night and I didn't, they would pick names out of a bucket okay. to go on the open mic. I didn't get to go on until like 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, who are these people? You know, the, and it was packed. Right. And I'm like, don't they have jobs? Don't they have lives? Who, what are they doing? Like who's coming here? On who's coming yeah. here? And the guy before me went up, and this is my first time ever doing stand-up. Guy before me went up. And it was an open mic that you could do anything. Okay. And the guy before me just went up and screamed. And people <laughs> were like, ooh. It's good. Like they were into it. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to crush. They just like the screaming guy. And I went up and bombed so 
goddamn hard. And look how far you've come. And now now you, I'm here. Now you're you're here in in our office. You perform and you get paid for it. But I but I sometimes you know but <laughs> occasionally I, uh, occasionally with the, you know they give me a, they throw a couple quarters at me on the way out. Yeah. Um, but this is an interesting thing to me with dating. Like I have to do this moment where I like I don't just like and I think it's on dating apps. I'm sure people in New York you see people like on stage. You know, doing, oh, I'm a stand-up. But I would never do that. Right. I, I don't like to put that out there. I like to wait. Now my Instagram handle's on it, so you can kind of know. But, like, before, I just don't like... It kind of... There is a coming-out-of-the-closet moment for me with... About liking stand What do you about mean? About doing comedy okay. and having this interest. Right. It, and, you know, to relate it to your boyfriend. Right. Oh, he, when was the uh, embarrassing When, when was time? the magic come out? Um, we were talking about movies we liked and I think he liked the like prestige or something. <laughs> um, he like loves that movie. He's like, I'm like, Oh, like, do you like magic? He's yeah. like, yeah, I love magic. Yeah. I love magic. <laughs> love magic. And he doesn't do you... magic, which is why we're still dating, but he just, he really likes like if he made a quarter, uh, appear in his hand from behind your ear, would you be like, I gotta get out of yeah, here? Yeah. I don't think it's sexy at all. It's funny. Cause we saw this magician. It's like, a, this is like the cool magic mm-hmm. spot in the city. It's like yeah. fancy, you know, I've like, heard of it. Like I, I, this thing. isn't something that's just a nothing. Thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like a cool, like hard to get tickets to whatever. Should we plug this guy so we can get some free tickets for your boyfriend? <laughs> he just went. He's done. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And he was like, um, where was I going? Anyway, it's the hungover thing. So that's you have to get wasted. Yeah, we went to the went to this magic show. The guy is like, he's like pretty good, but like all magicians are just kind of fucking creepy. It's like you chose to do this with your life. It's a lot, a lot of practice. I mean, it's, pick a card, it's any a card. Cheesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your word? I'm gonna. I even went on the fucking stage because did you? Really? I got involved. Yeah, I I was on the stage. This is a surprise. This is <laughs> this is all shocking. To I was me. like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm get, gonna get into it. Totally yeah. into this. Yeah, it was like it was cool. We actually the reason we went is because um we actually had a bet running for the bachelor okay so we bet like after the first episode of the bachelor who we thought would make it to the final four mm. and whoever had like the most people make it that they picked then um, you pick the date you pick four people that you thought would be in the final, final i understand yeah. how the how the bet worked oh. you and, yeah and, and then yeah and then what we was had the to, winnings if i won we had to do like a queen of the night kind of like you know like weird what's queen of the night i don't really even know but i've heard of it and it sounds cool it's like some other like performance like opera thing. It's uh, like an okay. opera. It's like the, the, an immersive date experience. Yeah. Where you, what's the name of the the place that you go to? This is great radio. Um, <laughs> we have no idea. We're very the, prepared. The place where you wear the masks and stuff. It was big. Like for, escape it was, the room yeah, or something yeah, like, yeah, that. like oh, that. One of those. Of yeah, I think it's like that kind of thing. I didn't really know what it was, but it's some, someone won. They said it was. And he cool. was like, "If I win, we're, we're seeing magic." magic. Anyone? Fucking Lauren B. Lauren B. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. None right? of my people got to the final four. I'm ter- I guess I'm terrible at choosing, at picking who men would like to date. I- <laughs> Which brings us to where we are now. Now we're here on the yeah. U Up podcast. And listen, we're really enjoying that you guys are liking this podcast. It's very cool, the response. I'm meeting people at shows. You're literally coming to shows every night. I'm seeing listeners all every night. Yeah. Last night I was at Gotham Comedy Club. All tons of, tons of people. just from, And all looks. Every, you know, color from the crayon box, you know, it's like every type of person listens to this show, married, engaged, dating, single, whatever it is. So keep spreading the word. You got to keep telling friends. That's the only way these podcasts work and keep going yeah. is when you tell a friend, a coworker, anyone with ears. And rate, review, R- subscribe. Rate, 
review, subscribe. That's all yes. you get to touch that iTunes. And also take a screenshot and post this as your Instagram story. That is the best way to help us get the word out there. Um, I wanted to talk about something. I was okay. dealing, we were talking, I had a friend uh, dealing with someone that he was hooking up with. Okay, yeah, let's, okay. let's hear about it. So I had a friend and, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and he was saying like they, what do you think of like hooking up with like an ex? Yeah, we get, we get a lot of questions from people who hook up with exes. <laughs> it's tough because, um, you know, the thing with an ex is there's a comfort level. Right. There's a and, comfort there. Physically. Uh, yeah. And mentally. Yeah, it's, it's, it's less like, it, it's much, I, it, there's definitely like a better feeling when it's not like a total stranger, I, at least for girls, I would imagine, for, but, for guys uh, too, I assume. But also for guys, I mean, like, you know, there have been relationships that I've been in where like sexually we're like there. Right. We're like you already know what to do. We already know what to do. We're like so into each other. Like we and yeah. there's a thing for guys where I don't think it I think the comfortability thing is different for me as a guy. Like I know women they're just like, "Okay, this is a safe partner, right?" Right. This yeah. Is, I know this person like I have a his I I already have that emotional sort of like pull to them, sure. which we talked about is really big for girls when they're like having sex. Yes. I think for guys the comfortability with sex comes in where they we're like this is someone I've nailed it with. Right. This is someone that I've been a good Confident. sex a, I'm a confident <laughs> lover. Yeah. <laughs> with this the confident lover that makes gonna be, sense that's gonna be my new screen name <laughs> confident, confident lover 69 your dating profile that's my new dating uh, profile <laughs> yeah but i'm saying like that for me that's what like makes that's what me the appeal is the appeal of going back to the ex is like oh my god we nailed it together and i was a man right. in that situation that's I, not why girls go back this, this is what i'm saying <laughs> like there's a confidence level and like <clears throat> and you're like okay i've i've i you know i'm gonna go back to this person that and it's all an ego stroke. If right. I'm going to be totally honest, like it's a like, oh, is this it, person is into me, and I know they're into me, and I and I'm the one that they came back to too. Right. It's like a rekindling thing. That's what makes it kind of fucked up, though, because girls, it's always more emotional than that. It's not just totally. like an. E- I mean, it is an ego. Th- it's always an ego thing when an ex comes back. It's always like, oh, like. Haha, like you're not done with me. Like you yeah. thought you might have been done with me, but you're not. But I, um. I mean, I had this situation where I was with this girl and like, you know, we were hooking up and we, the cycle was very much the same. We'd start as right. a, it would start as like, we shouldn't again. Mm-hmm. And then it's, man, this then you're is back. Yeah. Then I'm like, you know, I'm texting. We shouldn't again. We shouldn't again to the point where it's like, it's like the forbidden fruit type of thing. And then, and then we're telling and that kind of makes it hotter too. So much it's hotter. It's so annoying. And now she's telling me how wet this is making her, and I'm right. telling her how hard this is making me. And then we're like, so let's just do it. And we get to that point, and this is right. this is over a long period of time. I was dealing with this. Yeah. Where it was like you get to the point with this person where they'd be like, eh, well, let's just do it. And I'm like, I don't know. And then they'd be like, come on, this is what. And it's like, let's meet up. And it's just so easy to meet up. And then we end up meeting up. It's we end up hooking. It's comfortable. Right? Yeah. Then we go on like a a four night bender. But you don't really want to date her. It's she keeps coming back because she thinks this will eventually lead to a relationship. I was this person. Um, I've, I had yeah. a guy that I you know, was hooking up with for years, like mm. many, many years, um, that you know, like we would come close to dating and then he would like pull away. Yeah. Um, and he would basically like... That's, that's me. Yeah. We that would, like, me. We, as soon as we get close, he'd be like, all right, like he'd like... Like fade, he'd like fade sure. it out, and then he'd come back probably when he like felt like a little shitty or lonely, and like it. 
Yeah. It's like a very, it's it a very sucks. destructive thing. I think it is, for, but yeah. the guy usually gets blamed. And I, and I was like getting to the point where like, you know, and I feel for that guy that you're talking about mm. because that is in a sense me. I'm not saying he's right. <laughs> I'm just saying I understand where you're like, this person's great. Right. This person's awesome. I don't know why I can't get over the hump with this person because there must be something in the way that isn't letting me be right. a committed like. You know, well, that, go, yeah, that's what it's like. For, that's step. what it's like for the guy, but for the girl, it's kind of like, oh, he keeps coming back. Like he's he has like he, there's clearly something there. Sure. He clearly feels like there's something there. Like maybe this time, maybe he wasn't ready before. Maybe now, like, and then it becomes come, right. death by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah, you're just makes hurting it, yourself slowly. You are, and instead of like just, and my issue with that was that I was like always in this thing where I didn't want to like I wanted him to come to me. I didn't want to like I wanted to like say. I didn't want to say what I was really thinking and mm. that's why I let it go on so long because yeah. I didn't want to sound like too needy or too crazy but like really if you just establish what both of you want early on you'll like save each other a lot of well then the pro- well that the, the problem is then a lot of times you'll get told I just want I get it look the girl will say to the guy I get it I just right. want sex too I've never said that <laughs> but it happens right yeah and the and, and this is kind of what happened to me it would start at i get it i just want sex too let's just go with this right that's clearly not true and then well then we would get together and we'd go on and then it would get to the point where i'd be like i'm at the same place i was before and then it would be like it, and then it would be like you're wasting my time and i'd be right. like i know i am but i was open with what we were gonna be you were open right well to, you know as open as you can be were you, were you like i just don't really see us being in a relationship I because that's that's pretty much as open as you can be. Yeah, I don't feel like you said that. I feel like I did, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I said it in a way that you know. I I guess you're right. You can't leave outs with these things. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's really because like if you're not being totally honest and something mm. is going on this long, then like both people have different expectations for yeah. like what's going on here. For the girl, I get it. She's like, oh, like like he keeps coming back. Yeah. There's a million other people he could be having sex with, but he keeps coming back to me. Um, we have like a not entirely purely, I'm sure you have like some sort of conversation or like you went out together and did something the, together. But this is the thing. We got along great. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, so there's nothing wrong wanna, with this Why person. didn't you want to be with I her? I don't know what my issue was. Right. Well, I, that's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the frustrating <laughs> yeah. thing, especially when you're trying to get over it. Imagine like the situation reversed, right? And you were, the, totally. and I think you've had that where like you're with a girl, like it seemed like you seem like you get along really well. You just don't understand like why they're not going all in yeah um and that's really i think the most painful part of dating is when one person like is just like has these other expectations and like sure and then but and they don't and there's no real reasonable explanation for mm -hmm. why the other person isn't interested where it'd almost be easier for the girl if you were just like listen like like you're great but like i just like i don't know like Something, something of it. Like there is a concrete that, thing that you could point to. Like you're. Yeah, you wish that someone. Yeah, was if such you were an just five you. feet, if you were just five <laughs> inches taller, like we would have been like amazing yeah. or something like that. I, mean, I, I don't tweeted know. this last night. It was something like, uh, you know, breakups are hard because it's like you're looking at someone going, "You're cool," but you're probably a lot cooler for someone else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's know? like a rejection that's hard is do. hard. Yeah. And but I got to a point with this person. I wanted to bring it up because like we had this moment where I was like, we we're doing the same cycle again. And right. I was like, and it was like, yeah, you get, it's very easy to get back into it. But like totally. the person who ca- who doesn't want to be with the other person, it doesn't feel as much pain. So I, it's like a very yeah. painful thing to like be consist- consistently involved with someone who's not giving you what you want. Yeah. It's like your responsibility to end it. If it's not 
doing well for you. But I think the person who like doesn't really want to be with the person should should be the one to stop reaching out. Yeah, I mean it, it's that's hard. That it's hard to put it on someone. I think, like, I really do <laughs> says think it's the person that, who, says who, the, who should have it put on them. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think, like, I mean, there was a point with this person that I was like, I, where I literally was like, listen, we're at the beginning of the cycle that we've done a million times. Right. Now is the time that we can look at each other and go, I don't hate you. Like, we're, and we don't, never hate you, but you know what I mean? Like, I can be like, listen, there's no stakes right now. Right. We're fret, we're away. Let's go and you know, you know, we're holding ourselves back. And I think the hardest part with these people is they hold you back from even exploring other options. You're right. walking around, you're doing a tightrope walk with a net because you're like, eh, I don't really care to go out tonight because I have this other thing that, you know, has been fulfilling me in some way. Not to say it's fully fulfilling you because, you know, yeah, whether right. it's you're, set, half, you're happy. half fulfilled. Yeah. You're half happy, yeah. Yeah. No, no, That for, I think for me, this, this guy that I'm talking about was like a large reason that I stayed, like I was single for so long. I wasn't really open to a lot of other things because this was like a consistent distraction. And even when it was, it, when it was in an off part of the cycle, yeah. you're still thinking, because you never get like full closure on it. And then you're thinking like, I don't want to like be with someone else that is uncomfortable when I have this really uncomfortable, when I have like, I don't, this comfortable, sexually. uncomfortable thing. And then you put the person all as the girl i feel like you put the person on the pedestal and like you think it'd be so great to date them when really like and a lot of times i mean, wouldn't <laughs> and a lot of times i got back into it with old flames old hookups because of we'd see each other looking at each other's instagram stories yeah and i mentioned that on this podcast before right that is such a dangerous thing because you're like well, they're looking. Even if you've unfollowed each other, Instagram story looking is like really fucks a lot of people up. I think that is like gonna be the biggest problem we have is with seeing dating. because they could have just not looked at your thing with any thought, right? Or they looked at it with the most thought, and then you're reaching out. Or let's say they looked at it with no. It depends thought. how quickly they look at it too. You don't know honest. that though. Well, you kind of you, you do if you're checking. <laughs> oh, frequently. How, how quick they're on. The, I think if the person checks within like within like 30 minutes of you putting something up it means that in algorithm wise they're it's showing like it's, up it's ahead. Show, they're showing up earlier in like your list of people they follow <laughs> well not that i've thought about this at but, all or but anything. this is the this is the rabbit hole that instagram stories gets you into what right. happens is let's say you you and i dated and then we unfollowed each other then i see that you looked at my instagram story you just were like you didn't care let's say you had right. no care in the world you happen to look at it in whatever way you looked at it yeah, I you would, can create a whole story I in your head about story, how I'm and looking then, at it. Well, then I reach out to you and I say, hey, what are you looking at my story for? Now, you who didn't care is wondering, why does he care? Now you're in it more now than you were before. Like, that's right, kind of, yeah. you, you, instead of looking at it, like, wouldn't you think if I was like, hey, why are you looking at my story? You'd be like, well, now I'm retracing. Maybe I did care. Maybe I'm into this more. Right. He cares. Oh my God! Maybe we both care more than we didn't know before. Then you go, well, I don't care, and there, then you don't. There care. goes the chain. There yeah. goes the you're chain. Now you're cycle. upping each other, and yeah. that's the cycle how it begins. And it's like, I mean, the solution to this is a weird solution but that people get offended here, by. Here's the thing, though. I I don't understand why you, the man who doesn't want to be with the girl, won't just stop. Why not just stop? Well, <laughs> I can always stop. Like, the girl, I get it. Like, it's really hard to resist something that you really want, and you think it'll work out this what time. If I, what if I put up Instagram stories, I see this person watch my stories for a couple weeks, and then all of a sudden I get a text from them being like, I just want, you know, I, I, it's, this is harder than I thought. I think we should just fuck. Okay. 
That's like I guess that's pretty straightforward. But that's the, like, and right. then I'm like, but they, but that's a, right. It's you like, say I should just stop. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, in that in that scenario, I guess the the person is like is coming after you, and you but know, and you know, at that point, I have. Would to be, you would you have reached out to her though? I do see the person watching my story. I, I that's I, the question. It's like, yeah, okay, like she maybe she I'm, can. You know, kind of makes an understandable why she would. Sure. But for you, like if you're the, doing the initiating, but if you know I don't what understand. The si- but if you know what the cycle is. Let's right. say the last time I reached out. Now we ended it again. Now it's her reaching out. Now the cycles, you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, right. we have the precedent set. That's what's wrong with these cycles right, and these people, these I, re-hookups. As the person with more power in the situation, though, you shouldn't initiate. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> I mean, but we all make mistakes. Yeah. And th- those things happen. I, I agree with that. But I'm saying, my point is, with these cycles that you're coming, a re-hookup, as I'll call right. it. Um, is someone that you have this comfort with that you can't just look at the past week's history. Right. You have to look at it as the past, you know, year's history. Of right. And the, 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 yeah, the overlying thing that's going on in the cycle. Sure. Like what's the over, like you have to really just, it, you can be pretty much summarized, usually summarized in like less than a paragraph. Like what's going on here? Like it's, and it's usually like one person wants more out of what's going on yeah. than the other person does. Um, and, that's usually when it should end, but like it usually doesn't. The answer is twofold. Right. And the answer one is masturbate before every decision you make. That right. is that's okay. how I, that's how I live my life. I get, you know, if I'm ordering dinner, excuse me, I'm going right. to the bathroom, gotta masturbate first, I'll have the steak. And that's how I make decisions throughout my right. everyday life. The second solution that gets such weird feedback, it's weird the feedback it gets, is unfollowing, unsubscribing, and blocking. The opposite of this podcast, doing what you should do with this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> the opposite of your job with the UF podcast. You should do with the unrate, unreview, unsubscribe. I mean, yeah. But the reaction to that from women, I don't know if we've talked about that. Have we talked about this? When you unfollow, unfriend yeah. a woman, they look at you, or man, or anybody. Everyone, I guess this isn't sex uh, related. Yes, the sex is related is they look at it as like this insult well to injury well like you've already dumped me now you can't look at me well, and this, it's like this guy did that what right. yeah this guy this guy did that that i'm that i was talking about okay um and i almost kind of found it a little flattering flattering <laughs> i was like you care so much that you cannot see my shit like sure. i'm like that's like kind of nice well this is the <laughs> thing that for that guy if I'm that guy, I don't give a fuck how you saw it. And I think we always want to look at how the other side is thinking of us. Right. But if I'm that guy, that got me out of our cycle. Right. That Although, he, you know, but it didn't. It didn't. I mean, <laughs> but I'm That's saying. Right. No, I mean, it's a frustrating thing. I've been the girl in this situation and it's, it's a very painful thing. It's a very like, it's like, again, like you can't rip the bandaid. You have to just kind of slowly cut yourself. Yeah. Um, and it becomes like. It's it's just really difficult, especially when the guy reaches out because it's like if if the person's not interested and they keep reaching out, you have you in your head because you really like this person have to be like, oh, maybe this is the time. But they're coming back because they like want something more. This totally time. understand that. But I'm saying if that if 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 the only answer is unsubscribe, right? Okay, you and I are dating. We break up, and then the next day you go to look at my Instagram. You're blocked. Right. You go to my Facebook, you're blocked. Okay. You go to my Snapchat, you're blocked. You can't even see me. I've disappeared. I'll be over you in two weeks then. Okay. That's great. But would yeah. you be mad at me for doing those things? If we broke up? No. We I... literally, last night we broke up. 
this morning, you wake up, I don't even exist online. It's a little painful, but I think that it makes sense. But a, a, a lot of times girls will text the guy and be like, and I've had this situation where they'll go, y- you didn't have to fucking do that. And it's like, this is for me. Right. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about, it's not you. about you. Right. I think it's almost just like, oh, you're erasing all the like, you'd want not, it's like that song, somebody that I used to know. Yes. You know, where he, it's kind of like, you're the guy in that though. Yeah. Where she's like, and then that was like such a good song. Cause it really like accurately depicts like what's going on in that situation where he, he's like, he, where he said to, she, well, they break up and she's mm. like, I think the song is, is basically like, I'm, this is the hungover issue with me <laughs> articulating any thoughts is you didn't have to like totally, he's like, you didn't have to, you didn't have to cut me off. Right. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to cut me off. And uh, like, just cause it didn't work out. Why are you cutting me off? And she's like, cause you're an asshole and you like, why do you care? Exactly. Like, I'm trying to get but, over but it. I had a friend, he dumped, he, he, you know, I had a friend, he got dumped by this girl and then she was mad at him cause his brother unfriended her on Facebook. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be Which gone you, yeah. from the whole family. You're out, bitch. Yeah, it's over. Get the fuck out of here. That's, and well, that's nothing against you. That's for my own sanity. Right. The issue is when you're in that halfway zone where it's yeah. like you're like sort of trying to get over someone and still sort of trying to like hold on to their past shit. Yeah. And, and the social media stuff doesn't make it easier. I don't know why we're holding ourselves to the standards of other people. Yeah. We hold ourselves to this weird standard that like, well, what will they think? Who gives a shit? I got to get better. I got to go find better. I got to go find different people. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout there's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ but a very close second lumi whole body deodorant it's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some email. Let's do an email. You guys can send in whatever you'd like. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. The yes. emails get better every single episode. They do. There's there's hundreds and hundreds. I think we've hit a thousand emails. So <laughs> if you would like, it's crazy. we're going to try to get to as many of them as we can in, in our lifetime. But um, if you want a higher chance of being answered, just say something. Bring a, bring an interesting perspective. We want we want depthy, interesting, specific and short. Yes. <laughs> okay? These are the ways to get on the podcast. In two paragraphs. Dihydrodon and Jared, love the podcast. Per your suggestion, I'm going to keep it brief. Good work. Thanks. I've been seeing a guy for about three months now and really like him. However, I don't like his dog. I'm definitely a dog <laughs> person, but she, but she is an absolute nightmare with no manners. <laughs> she cries and whines at night, takes up the whole bed, jumps, sheds everywhere, and is generally terrible. Last visit, she even chewed the handles off my overnight bag. <gasps> It's crazy. <laughs> this dog is this dog is going down. Yeah. Uh, is it worth dumping this guy because of his dog? Is it too rude to suggest obedience classes? Help. He's a great, but the uh, but the dog is giving me anxiety. Dog hair doesn't work with my black wardrobe. Um, it's so funny that like if I if this was a man saying this about a girl's dog, yeah, every woman would be like, he's a murderer. <laughs> you have to love dogs if you're a guy who's single. Yeah, or at least pretend to. You have to pretend. You Everyone have to, has to pretend to love dogs. No one hates people as much as people hate people with who don't like dogs. I know it's crazy. More than kids, I feel it, like it's you crazy. can say whatever the hell you want about a cat. Yeah, <laughs> if I cats get shit on all. I the could time. go on a date and be like, yeah, every time I see a cat, I rip its head off, and they'd be like, oh, not everyone's <laughs> a cat person, you know? Like that would be <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's but not with a, a dog, if you even, but uh, for guys, this isn't as big a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love our dog. Yeah, but. I think for her, what she has to realize is that he, uh, this is his problem more than the dog's problem. What do you, what do you mean? It's a problem with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was going to, I totally He's agree with that. He's a bad dog owner. There's He's not a, bad dogs. There's bad owners. Right. This guy can't really take care of their, and more than that, the guy should be concerned. I think she's, what she should be looking at is not necessarily like about the dog. That's the issue. It's like the guy not making sure that she's comfortable yeah. in his apartment in his is the issue. And and you saying, hey, the dog is out of control. Right. Is so, not a bad thing. Yeah, it's and not the dog's fault. No, it's not the dog's <laughs> fault. I, I hate, this is what I hate about dog people, is they take their bad manners and put it onto the dog so that they're not bad people. So they, you know, everyone that has anything bad to say about a dog, whoa, you must hate dog. No, right. I hate you. Yeah, not control the, your dog. This happened literally as I'm coming here. I saw this guy on the street that I know. And he's walking his dog on his way to work, I guess. And I was like, hey, man. And then the dog just starts jumping on me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, you know. Get it I, off. <laughs> I'm not even acknowledging the dog. Like, like he, ex- it seemed like he expected me to, like, get down and be like, oh, let me see the dog. No. 
People with dogs assume everyone's fucking obsessed yeah, with their dog, no, too. Yeah, no, I like my dog, not yeah. your fucking dog. I was just thinking, everyone making their own their dog, its own fucking Instagram. It's enough with that. It's enough. It's enough with the dog Instagram. It's a, it, it, listen, you're not... The dogs that can make money off of Instagram are already making money. <laughs> yeah, it's too late to get it's into the late. dog Instagram <laughs> game. I don't want to see... Get a hamster. Another fucking bijou <laughs> with its own private b- yeah. Frenchie the, the dog thing. And I'm sick of dogs yeah. making more money than me. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so I, but this guy's dog jumped on me the whole fucking time we were talking and I kept, and I didn't even, I was just like looking at him like, dude, and, yeah. and, and what they go. And then what they say, Oh, he's such a, he, he gets That's a little crazy. Him, yeah. No, you allow are him to get that yanking on the leash. Yeah. Control your, right. It's like anyone. It's the same thing with kids. Yes. Yeah. It's not it's, the issue with the well, no you one control d- your kids. But no one does that with their kid. Like if a kid came up and started humping my leg, they'd be like, hey, 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 you have to learn <laughs> right. to stop humping people's legs. It's embarrassing me. <laughs> right. This but the, for this girl, I think we're both on the same page, right? Yeah. You need to say something to the guy. And if he doesn't take care of it, that means he has a lack of respect for you and doesn't care about you enough to make it better. Yeah. It's not about the dog because if he had it, it's fine to have a dog. You're the one, but he should, the overwhelming thing is looking how the guy treats you. And if he's letting this dog like eat your bags and jump all over you and do all that annoying shit, then like he clearly doesn't care how comfortable you are. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing. It's a, it, here's why she likes him. It's a she dog. I've never understood. I've always been weird about if I would, if I ever got a dog, if I get a woman dog. Why? I don't know. I just don't know if I like. How does the vagina work in? You know, like I don't know. I think you spay it and like. What does it's that do? Fine. It closes it up. Like I it don't makes, know. I think it makes it so it doesn't get its period. I would just be afraid a, that every time I had time a male I, dog growing up. I don't yeah, know. I had a male dog yeah. too. So I like I get I get a penis. Like I get it. Yeah, our dog wasn't neutered though. It was a golden retriever, and he used to like huge balls. Huge balls used to just like hump my sisters and I all the time. It was very weird. Would it come? I don't know. I was like very young. <laughs> I ho- I hope not. Well, I don't know. With a dog, with a female dog, I feel like if I picked up, like I'd be like, oh, how'd my finger get it? You know, like I would like, I don't know. <laughs> You're gonna have a, Jared, figure this out before you have a daughter. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know. I got to figure out my... That got weird. Gotta, Sorry. Yeah, it did get weird. All I'm saying is this girl needs to fucking <laughs> talk to this guy. That might have been the weirdest things I've ever gotten on yeah, this podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's go to the next email. <laughs> UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. What up, Betches? <laughs> Coming at you from Sherwood Park, Alberta. We love our neighbors to the north. First of all, love your podcast. I've been obsessed with them since my friend introduced me to the, them a couple weeks ago. <laughs> wow, quick, quick turnaround. I'm going to speak for all Canadians here. Well, here we go. And say that we all love you. Nice. Justin wow. Trudeau is a big fan, I guess. Holy F and S. Anyways, I'll try and make a long story short since I know you guys like your emails short and sweet. Well, you just made it longer. Uh, Mm -hmm. So my boyfriend and I broke up beginning of December. It was unexpected and I was left very heartbroken. He gave me the classic, I still want to be friends. And at first I was totally into that and thought it would be easy. Uh, I can tell you that (laughs) won't be. We text a little bit every day and hang out every couple of weeks. We have made the mistakes of hooking up post-breakup and recently decided that we need to stop if we actually want this friend thing to work. <laughs> yeah, I'd <laughs> say so. Um, so now we hang out without, look- without hooking up, and it's still great. We get along well and have lots of fun together. But when I get home, I'm always left pretty- feeling pretty sad. I've come to terms with the breakup and know it was the best decision, but I miss hanging out with him and having fun with him on a regular basis. So my question is this. Can you be friends with the next or will I always be left feeling sad after we hang out? Looking forward to hearing back from you. Keep up the good work. Love, blank. What do we think? 
Definitely can't be friends with an ex. At least not like for like several years after you break up. You gotta I have a. Say. There's gotta be a waiting period. Yeah, you can't just like end things and then be friends with someone. Here's the thing: if you're sexually attracted enough to have dated the, like to the person mm-hmm. to have dated them, and you get along as well as a friends would, you should be dating. So yeah, well that's that's <laughs> the that's the issue. That's why she's being left to feel sad. You're right. hanging around someone and you're saying to yourself, "We get along great." We have the same friends. We like the same things. Does he just not like right. fucking me? And that's like a depressing moment. Right, but they still hook up. So clearly, like... Every now, am I not good enough yeah, it's really the to not. be locked in as yeah. the only person he's with or she's with? Yeah. It goes both ways. And you're really just, you know, you're hanging out with someone that can only make you feel bad. Yeah, there's really no like positive. What do you really, you really need another fucking friend? Yeah, exactly. I've tried that too. It never, it never works. You Ever? Need, yeah, it never works. And and I have friends of... I'm friends with people that I've hooked up with in the past. Um, I'm friends with... Am I a friend with an ex? Um, here's what happens. Let me tell you. Let, let Papa... Papa old guy give you some perspective. Old, ma- old man Jared. Old man Jared. Let me let you know what happens, okay? The minute you or him get in a relationship, you're not a fucking friend anymore. Yeah. That's that is true. That's the truth. Yeah. I've seen it with every ex that I've ever like still spoken to. The minute the real guy comes in, there's yeah, this, Jared is gone. An ex who's a friend, like exactly like what you're saying, is someone that like you kind of talk to when you're feeling like a little lonely, yeah. or shitty about yourself, and you want like that reassurance from someone you're comfortable with that you've like still got it, or you're mm-hmm. interesting, or you're hot, or something like this that. This is someone who agreed that I was hot enough to see naked. Yeah. And like my personality enough to go get brunch the next day. So it's a reassurance yeah. that someone out there has or would liked you. It is. Being lonely is like really just what drives people to do like terrible oh, shit for themselves. Kind of like this. Like very self-destructive stuff. And you need to lean on the friends that you have that aren't in his group. And if in your friends make a choice. When, the, when you two break up. Everyone finds you need custody. It, yeah, you gotta go. You go with yours. He goes with his. It's time to stop this. Yeah. And the more you hang out, the worse you're gonna feel about yourself because you're not letting yourself meet new people that. And there are new people that are good for you. All right. And it's basically, it's just wasting your time. And the longer you like hold, the no one wants to like cut their losses too. That's yeah. another thing with the breakup is like you don't want to be like oh like all these like years that I invested emotionally and physically in this person now I have to just like give up totally and like mm-hmm. move on completely like that seems really kind of difficult here's who yeah and here's <laughs> who new boyfriends and girlfriends hate your friends you used to hook up with yeah they just don't want to be there you're not going to be around when he gets a girlfriend yeah that, and you remember shouldn't be. that you shouldn't and, be and you shouldn't time. be yeah but remember that when you're like oh we're friends though no no no, no, no. you're friends until right and the person who removes moves themselves away from that relationship like first or like faster is the person who moves on and gets a new relationship first so if you want to be the person with the new relationship first you should be actively trying to move on which means spending less time with your ex totally i mean i've done the friends thing with exes um i mean i talked a little bit about this last episode i have a friend that like we hooked up all the time and then we stopped and we were friends and then she would come to me for advice on dating stuff and thoughts and all that stuff and then she got a guy that she's now with and it's like yeah, we don't talk as much anymore, and that's totally fine. I've removed myself from it. But also, you see it from the, like now being an older single guy, you have people that are like, you know, that you just notice who can stick around. 
What do you mean? Like we had two friends when I first moved to New York City. Uh, we had a big group that used to go out and watch like, you know, we're all from the Boston area. So we'd all go watch like Patriots games and Red Sox games. So we'd all like go out to get to do Boston stuff. Right. But then that group like would take in like people we worked with and it became this like big New York City single group. Okay. Two people and it hooked up. The minute they hooked up was the end of the group <laughs> because they hooked up. It didn't work out and everyone went their separate ways. Everyone was like, well, I'm going to go hang out with this person now. I'm going to go hang out with this person now. And that's cool. But they were cool with each other. So then we would hang out as a big group sometimes, and then they both got serious boyfriends and girlfriends. Right. That's when the group ended, because those two were like, I'm hanging out with my dude yeah. and his friends now. And, she, and he was like, I'm hanging out with my girl and her friends now, and I'm not bringing my girl to my ex's party. Right, which is normal. Which is normal. I told, Yeah, that's the natural progression so thing. But the longer that you hold on to like being in the same area, or like the, further, the less you actively try to get away from someone. Sure the longer the actual like pain and suffering and, is. and to top this all off you're not fucking friends you're mm -hmm. not you're dealing with each other to keep up your egos enough until you get to the next person that's gonna take you in right you're not you're not i don't believe in guy guy friends or at opposite all sex friends not like in a, not in a truly intimate way like friendly sure i really don't believe in like the men woman can be like very intimate friends oh thing. I, I mean like like good friends not really. Oh, I believe that. I, I disagree. Mm. I have a lot of female friends that I'm like, I talk to like every day. Really? Yeah. When you tell them about like intimate problems, I guess we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. So, I mean, I, I guess we can be friends. <laughs> we can, let's announce it right here. <laughs> we're friends. Took us six months on this podcast <laughs> that we made it. But I'm saying like, I, I mean, I've told you things. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And maybe, maybe the theory can be, uh, maybe you're right. <laughs> I don't maybe, know. But I also think uh, with friends, like, like, I think it comes along, I, I think a lot of times with friends between the opposite sexes, it's, it's like a, it's a responsibility of the guy to not be an animal. Like, I, I think like, I think like, it, I yeah. do feel that like in the friendships I have with women that I have to, um, that I, at a certain you point. You have to control yourself? Not to say that I'm like a, like gonna attack a them. I'm not like a beast. I'm saying um, uh, they're. I am myself with my girlfriends. I'm totally right. myself, but a little less crude than you might be otherwise. Maybe less crude. Yeah. I, I think I like uh, curb some things or like I, I some think internal I, thoughts. Some internal thoughts. I but I I I think I'm put in a position to explain things in different ways. Okay. Not I I think I come out with the same message to my friends, girl or guy, but I think like. A guy, I think what you mean, like with the intimate th intimacy thing, right. I can just look at a guy and just be like, I can say something and there's nothing behind it. Sometimes I think with my female friends, I have to like worry about how they may see that reflecting on them. Oh, like well, your, your views on a girl reflect on like what's going on well, with, with that, them. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, well, that's I, true. I told a girl that I follow a lot of plus size models because I think they're hot. And <laughs> her first response was, Am I plus size? And it's like, right. I, I don't, like, okay. Yeah, I mean, what that's, I what we, we, that's what we do. That would be my first thought, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but that's right. the thing. Yeah. So that guy, with my girlfriends, I'd be like, no, and then I'd have to, like, it'd be a two-day explanation. Yeah. <laughs> it's also funny, because, like, I feel like guys just say shit, and girls are always, like, thinking about the things that guys say. Oh, yeah. And guys don't really put any thought into their own thoughts, but we're, like, always trying to, like, explain and rationalize, like, why you do I've never and thought say twice. all the things that you do. <laughs> um, 
Let's do another. It's crazy. Dear Double J, love the podcast. Um, always sending funny quotes from you guys to my group chats and telling them to listen. Awesome. Why don't you send them the link to subscribe? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Pay up. I wanted to ask you guys about something me and my friends have, have had a lot of talks about. I'm a 20-year-old Asian female, and although Ooh. I am now in a relationship, I've always wondered about the line between guys who prefer Asians and guys who just have a creepy Asian fetish. This is a tough one. It's going to be a tough one for me. Just Gotta think mostly, about my words. Yes, start thinking. <laughs> personally, it's been difficult for me to distinguish between what is creepy and what's not. I mean, I have friends who prefer white guys over other races or Asian guys, so is it is that the same thing? Where's the line? It's difficult, especially when you're dating, to know... Is it just like guys who prefer blondes or brunettes? Um, is it not creepy? Would love to take you on all your th- on on this. Can't wait to keep listening. This is such an interesting question. Yeah, don't you think it is interesting? I don't know much about this topic. I'll well, be totally honest here. I know. I mean, I I mean, yeah, I, I mean, know I, that every, I, got, I know that guys really like Asian girls. Plus, I just said I love follow a lot of plus size models. Okay, right. so obviously I have a certain type yeah. that is sexually attractive to me and you know i like uh, you know i've said it on this podcast before this is an open thing um i don't i i, I with the asian asian are you are, have you ever dated an asian girl i've never dated an asian girl up with an asian girl i've never hooked up i don't think i've hooked up with an asian girl um okay. i that's not to say i wouldn't right. I, I but i do think that and let me please whatever i'm about to say just understand i have no hate or anima you know i i just i, I i'm just saying what i would think i right. these are my feelings and your personal thoughts on this what uh when you see a lot of jews with asians yeah mark zuckerberg a lot of jewish men with asian women and it's always and asian women is like that one and i hate to say the word fetish this one proclivity that you literally walk around with like people who are in, like <laughs> you know people who are into and i always bring up feet you don't know they're in the feet if they're at Walmart. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you see, <laughs> but I'm saying yeah. if you see a guy with an Asian woman, I could understand. What I'm trying to say is I understand her, her thought on this because she's like, okay, I'm dating a guy. I'm dating a white guy. Oh, is it because every right, yeah. past girlfriend I right. see is Asian? Mm-hmm. Am I just a thing? Right. I think it's just a type. I mean, everyone, it's not like they're only dating you because they're, because you're Asian. Here's, but it's, or you're saying well, it could be. It could be. I just think types, uh, types and fetishes aren't long term for guys. So if you, if you are someone's fetish or you're someone's li- type, uh, I think types are different than fetishes. I think fetishes are sexual, sexual and run and have a short shelf life okay uh, types last a long time everyone has a type yeah. everyone has a type yeah. that's what i'm saying right so like if 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 you have a fetish out there you're just trying to get that fetish out with as many different people as possible right when it's a type you're like oh i just like your background i like your sensibilities and and you see jewish men a lot the ones that have types for asian women it sometimes feels like they've had enough of their mom. <laughs> That's the way out. <laughs> well, they're like, I, I need a woman that is so not like my mom. Right. That it, like, my Jewish annoying mom that I need, like, you know, the sensibilities of an Asian woman. Right. And I, I, I understand that, too. 
Yeah, I get. Th- I see what you're saying. It's so, ba- yeah, it's basically like the way to tell if a guy is into is has a creepy Asian fetish versus like as Asian girls are just his type is to kind of wait it out and get to know him more and see if he's interested in getting to know you totally on like a deeper level than yeah, or if he's just like sexually fetish fantasizing dudes, about yeah that. yeah fetish dudes out themselves pretty, pretty quick quickly. yeah yeah that's a, that's the other thing yeah like you'll go into his room he'll have a bunch of like Asian artwork. Uh, <laughs> tries to tries to I don't know this could go down a bad (laughs) road I but I I do think I understand her fear is what I'm saying and well no one wants to be like a thing yeah like a but but if you're with a guy and he's sexually attracted you or a girl and she's sexually attracted I just saw this girl she's verified on Twitter someone was like I love this thread and I looked at it, it was a picture of her with her husband and the husband was this big fat dude. Right. And I'm looking, and she's like fucking hot. Okay. And, and I'm like, who is it? What's going on here? And I go through the whole thread, and then I go to her profile, and she talks a lot about how people make fun of her all the time for being with her chubito. Or she had like a gordito. Okay. It was like, a, she was like, uh, she was Latin America. She was some, you know, she was of Spanish background. So she is like talking about this and all the shit she's gotten. But this is obviously something that she's, she likes. This is a type of guy that she likes, and then she's found the personality that goes with it that matches her completely, and she's very, she seems very happy. But she's always saying, like, you know, now all these, you know, these bigger guys are, like, quote, retweeting her, being like, that's right, date a, date a big guy. And it's like, I guess. You know, right. like, guys, people just want to be wanted. Right, but, yeah, they want to be wanted. They want to know that it's more than just, like, one thing. About, like, my yeah. brothers used to say this, actually, because my brothers are, like, tall Jews, which okay. is kind of a rare thing. TJ. So, yeah, my brother would say this when he was dating. He's married now, but he would be like, I just feel like a lot of these girls just, like, want to be with, like, a tall Jewish guy. Mm. And, like, they don't even, like, the, they, they don't, don't even, even give a shit. They just, they don't even care what I'm, like, any of this other stuff about me. They just, like, sure. are, like, he's a... He's a Jew and he's tall and like I want a boyfriend. I'll take it. I, yeah. I'm with them. I understand. <laughs> I understand that idea of just being a box that's checked. Right. And yeah, I mean they probably didn't like it, but then they got past it. The one, every girl the, are they married now? One of them. They're twins. One of them's married. Yeah. So one of them's <laughs> married. One of them started at I just want a tall Jewish guy. Right. And then it ended at yeah I actually love this person. They're great. Yeah, and, and I think that's where the fetish becomes the type. Exactly, where it's like, okay, things get you in the door all the time. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know like there's something that you gets have, you- like yeah, you, everyone has a leg up with someone because everyone's with, someone else's type. Yeah, exactly. So like for this girl, I'm not saying you're not going to come across creepy, weird dudes. <laughs> what I'm saying is you're going to come across, you're going to get past a certain point with someone where you're just you. Yeah, and you, you and and Asian. Might have been the thing that got you in the door, but then your personality kept you there. Right. Yeah. And, and that's true of any of anyone. Not, I mean, like. But like, kind of like if you took it to a would you rather situation, would you rather be with someone who th- loves you mentally and doesn't think you're and you're not their type? Okay. Or would you rather be with someone that you're their type and loves you mentally? Both, yeah. You want both. Right, yeah, no, it's true. I feel like you need, like, it's great to, it, it's great to, basically when someone has a type and you fit that type, you just, like, start off, like, ahead of, deeper into the to the totally. game. You're a few steps ahead of the game, right? Yeah. If, it's harder to work against your type than it is to work with it. 
I've been with girls where I'm like, this is totally someone that I wouldn't have dated. Like, this is a look I w- I've never really been into, but I'm, I'm so into them mentally that I, like, I, I'm here for the party. Right. And I've been with girls also that I'm like, this is so my type, but mentally I'm just checked out. Yeah. It's about both. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Do one more email. You ready? Yeah. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, Jordana and Jared. First, I just want to say that I'm completely obsessed with you up and I've told all my girlfriends about it. We now have weekly conversations in our group chat debating the topics covered in the podcast. I was just listening to the episode with the guy that overplans dates, and the whole time I was sitting there hoping you'd touch on guys that underplan dates. What are the minimum expectations that a girl should have for the first date? This is why I ask. My friend met a guy on the league, and we so the league is the the league is like a date is like a dating app where like you basically have to like apply. It's supposed to be like for like better people. It's, I don't okay. know whatever that means. It's, uh, <laughs> hinge for douches. Yeah. Um, my friend met a guy in the league, and we ran into him and his friends at the bar a few nights ago. I ended up clicking with the guy's friend. Let's call him Carlos. We all went back. Ay, ay, ay. We all went back <laughs> to their place that night. After eagerly texting me for days, Carlos and Lee Guy invited my friend and I on a double date. 
first date, double date. Yeah, I'm not into this. I'm not into this already. already. As a guy, I'm just a lot of lot of like Red flag male and... tentacle things are going up for me right now. Like what? What happened? What do you think of the of the first date, double date? I think it's a way of staying unserious with someone. I think it's a right. way of staying playful and getting a hookup so that you don't have to feel bad about not having another date post Because it's less serious than a one-on-one This is one less on one than date. drinks. It's not a one-on-one. Not a one-on-one. Um, when the league guy invited my friend and I on a double date. And also, the league guy is the only one putting being vulnerable. Yeah. Friend dude is not even asking. He's just hanging. And he's just yeah. there waiting for his blowjob. When the, when the, Flate me. <laughs> I'll be in the bathroom <laughs> while you guys order. I'll take my blowjob hard. Uh, the day day. So when the and date day came and Carlos texted me that afternoon going, so what do you want to do? We were two hours from meeting up. I replied saying that I'm down to do anything. <laughs> I, guess, I don't know if I'd uh, say that. I'm waiting on that blowjob. Uh, he responded, said, cool. You and your friend should meet us at our house and we can go from there. Okay. Just red flags popping up everywhere. I'm fine with this. This uh, Meet us at our house and then go somewhere. If they, if they sounds had like this, they have the plan. That perhaps. sounds like yeah. they have a treasure map and you guys are going to go travel the city together and figure out mm-hmm. all this shit. And then she writes, cool. Oh, so cool. You and your friend should meet us at our house and we can go from there. They didn't offer to pick us up, even though we live kind of close and everyone drives in this city. But I just brushed it off. Yeah, the pickup thing... There's just like a bunch. It's like very minimal effort. That's what I'm getting. All these things. When we showing. meet up, the first thing Carlos says is, so what do you girls want to do? <laughs> and, she, this, and I'm telling the listeners, she wrote in bold, Bolded. bold, absolutely no plan at all. <laughs> I, I, I see it's funny because like as you're reading this I'm getting more frustrated like along with her yeah and I've had I've, well, I'll tell you I'll tell you about my own story what is uh, stories with this after the oh this is a know. move this yeah, is a move for right, guys yeah. we, we are so this is a move he's doing yeah. you, you're so apathetic that if she goes out with you <laughs> she must really want to fuck you <laughs> it's really yeah. and it sets you up for it sets you up it's like what do you give for a gift well if I get her a car I gotta get a house yeah, you're you know setting I mean? the bar really, really, really fucking, fucking low. low. Um, I really want you guys to get back to me, uh, so I'll <laughs> cut the story short. Essentially, you haven't, but this has been interesting. Still very long, but whatever. Essentially, the guys had no idea that we were going to, what we were going to do that night, and we ended up going to the same place the league guy took my friend on their first league <laughs> date. All in all, the guys made no decisions for themselves all night. A few days later, Carlos asked me on a second date, and I declined. I also couldn't help but uh, mention that it was disappointing how there was absolutely no effort put in the first date. He responded with these exact words. Ha ha, guess we needed to roll out the red carpet. <laughs> Did you want us to plan out this lavish thing? LOL. I like how in this, in this case, LOL is used instead of like a just like fuck you kind of oh, thing. Oh, it's a passive aggressive yeah. LOL. LOL. Sure. This is hilarious. I mean... He went oh, what, full dickhead. I hate when people, oh, what were you expecting, LOL? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you actually spoke that way. I didn't realize this was an exclusive thing, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> this, if he spoke, so the sentence is, haha, guess we need to roll out the red carpet. Did you want us to plan out this lavish thing, LOL? If he said it, it would, it would go, ha <laughs> guess we needed to roll out the red carpet. Did you want us to join out? The, did you want us to plan out this lavish thing? <laughs> yeah. 
What you should, you should, everyone should actually uh, say, say out loud their own text before yeah. they send them. I feel like they'll come out much I'll better. I'll do a pre-ha-ha to my sentence just to soften the blow. <laughs> I hate the post, LOL, though. Same. I appreciate a guy who will let me have a say in what we do, but I felt like this was absolutely ridiculous and rude as fuck. The thing is, it was obvious that the guy was pretty damn into me at first, but just seemed to just not know any better about date planning. Did I expect too much from a first date? Was I in the wrong here? Am I making this a bigger deal than it is? I've gotten mixed reviews from my friends, and I'm really hoping to get your best input. Uh, Betch with high standards. I don't... Okay, go ahead. What do you... What do you... Jordana... I've I was, you you are you as frustrated as this? Girl? I am frustrated. I've been in a situation where the guy put no effort into into a date planning. I I think that's like I something you immediately judge. And I think guys know that. Any guy who yeah. actually gives a shit Absolutely. knows that the girl is like thinking about like it's not really even about the place that a guy picks. It's almost like that he picked a place, a place and yeah. has has a plan and has some sort of idea for like put some effort in and shows that he like gives a shit. Yeah. And sometimes I think the younger guys definitely are doing less planning. Absolutely. In general, because maybe one, maybe they don't know, but also like they also don't just don't give a shit. They're not Mm -hmm. like really serious about like um, getting into a relationship or anything. I've had guys who are like, oh, meet me here. And they don't have a bar. Even if it's like you're getting drinks, like pick a bar. It's like really not that difficult. And you're like, I I think I've spent like I spent one date. I spent like walking around the city, like looking for a bar with a guy. And if you're on a first date and you don't know the person, you don't want to be like traveling with them like trying to like plan it as you're walking like it's awkward and it's weird and it's uncomfortable and i've never said yes to a second date with a guy who didn't have a plan on the first one i women think and this is kind of the benefit of we we've been given as men Mm -hmm. that we have no emotional no emotional intelligence at all that men do. That don't. men okay. have zero. Right. So that's why this guy's getting let off the hook. He's using this naivete that he's built up as being a man. Oh, well. <laughs> well, that's what you... Oh, you must have wanted us to roll out the red carpet. No, dude. We wanted you to fucking name a bar for us to meet you at. Right. And have some interest in us meeting you. You had lack of interest to not even go on a first date with me alone. And then you had another lack of interest to not even pick me up. Then you showed another lack of interest for not even choosing a place once we got to you. Right. Like, I think, wh- sorry. Do you think guys have this thing where like they're scared of like, they think girls will like them if they like seem like they don't give well, a shit. They, so they even like pretend to give less of a shit than they actually do. No, I think it's, I, I hear that. There's this like, oh, well, don't want to show too much because then I'll think I like them and then that's not hot. I think it's more that this guy's like, I want to fuck this chick and I don't want her to point at the date and go, look how much you did for me. How could you not like me? So you think he's trying to not give mixed messages? Yeah. And I think it's a really bad way to go. Like, I, <laughs> I don't think it's... I'm not saying it's right. Right. Well, it's actually, I, as we've discussed before, with like the being an asshole and like and coming off as an asshole versus like the pretending to be a nicer guy thing this is almost admirable in that way and that like you couldn't if i'm this girl i can't point to one sign where it's like oh like but he i mean didn't do anything yeah yeah, the the hope is that we build a better world through this this podcast this is why you should tell your friends about the ul podcast rate review subscribe is because this guy should just not get fucked again (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what That's I mean? Like it, yeah. in a world, he's only doing this until it gets him fucked. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's and, how I'll learn a lesson. That's, a, that's yeah. a crude way to put it. But like he's only doing very little because he doesn't want to fuck a girl 
he, he wants to do very little, then have sex, and then if it doesn't work out, he can go, well, we barely went out. We right. went on a double date. It was just a nothing date. He thinks, and I'm not saying it's right, I'm just saying, he probably thinks, if I go on an alone day with you and we go for drinks and then we make out afterwards and then we end up having sex, well, now I got to go to dinner because then I'd be such an asshole if we, you know, how I how I don't go on a second date. Okay. Do you know? I know it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But this is the only answer to the question. Right. You know, and then he puts on you. Oh, you want a lavish thing? No, dude. You know what you wanted. You, yeah, you just know. like some respectable plan. A respectable plan. <laughs> a plan that the girl could go to her friends and be like. Yeah, we went to this place and we went to that place. Right. Um, that's really what I think women want is the idea that they weren't duped on a bad date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I think it's, it can be frustrating as a girl if a guy asks you out and and puts very minimal effort into it or like texts you the name of the place like an hour before or like doesn't... Even well, that is like kind of annoying. To, to Yeah. Or like, you know, doesn't... Pick, picks a place that makes no sense like location wise for you or for, that kind of thing it's just like every like in the first couple of dates every like little thing you do can be like either a, a sign of like something good or a sign of some of you not getting he, a shit. here's what i do and this is the amount of effort this is really what i think the amount of minimal amount of effort should be um and i do this for people i want to go on dates with okay so yeah, I've been the minimal date guy. T- I've been this guy too, because I'm like, ah, you know, like right. I, cause I'm you don't really give a it. shit, right? And I just, I think that the minimal that you like when I want to date someone, I say, hey, um, free Thursday. How does Thursday sound? Oh, it's good. Okay, cool. I uh, let's let's say eight o'clock because I have this at ten. Let's do what area of town do you live in? That's a good, what good question. Yeah. What area of town do you live in? Cool. I'll pick somewhere close to you. Uh, I'll let you know that day what I've picked. Okay? If you're a girl out there that has a problem with that level of interest, you have the problem. That's fine. No, no, no. But I'm like, saying, I'm right, saying yeah. if someone was to come back to me like, well, you didn't give her a place that day. And like, no, this is the first day. I mean, when someone doesn't give you like a time or a well, No, I just place. did. But right, I'm, saying, yeah, I'm, I'm saying. saying like, let's say this is the bar. Okay. Like if you're a girl out there wondering how I should feel, this girl shouldn't feel, shouldn't, should feel that she was right is what I'm yeah. saying. She's getting mixed reviews from friends. Those fr- who's saying that this guy's right at all. He's wrong. Right. So I'm saying like, if like, I'm just normal Joe. So if, and, and if you're a girl out there wondering how, what level of date I should expect on a first date, you should expect the guy to say a day he's free, um, pick a place and a time. Yeah. That's, that's really it. it. Yeah. That's really it. I agree. This Picking guy, you yeah, up is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, getting a phone call. That's bullshit. If you hit it off over text, that's great. Right. I, I'm saying like, you know, what is the bar? Yeah, I think it's picking the, the place, the time, and the day. And it's honestly, it's just a respectful, not even a dating thing, like a human respectful thing. The person who asks the other person for a plan should pick the date and the time and the place of that plan. Sure. And, <laughs> and, and let me give you the other side of it. Because right. I have a lot of girls, and like, listen, I'm, I'm flattered. I'm getting DMs now. Right. And the DM is just, like, I'm, I got a DM because um, I'm going to Chicago. And she was just like, so what night are we doing drinks after the show? And I'm like, we're fucking not. I put out the show so you can come to the show. You know, wait, like, she, you, she, this she, is a DM. This is a random her. DM. It was a random DM being like, hey, I can't get tickets to the show because they, uh, one of them is already sold out. Okay. Okay. So good for you. Thank you. 
Totes Preach. But if you want to come on the 23rd, we're doing a live <laughs> podcast uh, in Chicago for my, myself. Do Good it. April out. 23rd. Zany Chicago. Go to the website. Get a ticket. Great. Bring friends. Um, <laughs> but she was like, and I wrote her back. I go, call this number. They're taking reservations over, over the phone. Okay. And then she writes back. Okay. So what night will you go drinks with me after the show? Okay. And, and this is the other side. Right. As a guy, I, I don't, I, I'm doing the show because I want to do comedy for the rest of my life. And I do this right. podcast because I want to do comedy for the rest of my life. And also, when you say, let's do drinks to a guy, he now has to decide, does he want to do this amount of planning? Right. Do you well, understand I'm saying, what I'm yeah, saying? I think that if you suggest, the, if you ask the person out, you plan it. But I wasn't even given the chance. And I know I'm in a very specific situation. I think she should plan it. She, but understand when a girl says let's do drinks. When I have a girl say to me we should do drinks, I, that's not how I see it. Okay. I see it as, as they're like saying she's asking you to plan. When are you, you going to take this me girl? out? No. no, right? Yeah. So, okay. but I do. But I'm saying as a guy, we know that we have to do a certain amount of planning to make a good date. Right. So when you say we should do drinks. I never say that as, okay, so when are you taking me out? <laughs> you know, I don't turn into like the right. blushing, you know, you know, I don't turn into like, oh my, like clutch yeah. my pearls. <laughs> you know, okay. I turn into, I got to be a man if right. we're going to do this. So when you, you have to understand that when you, when, because now we live in this new world where girls can say this and I don't think they're wrong for saying this, mm-hmm. but understand that you, when you get turned down, it's because we're like, I, I, I don't. I, I don't want to be planning that. The that's thing. my right. now becoming. You've made something my responsibility where right. I've had no chance you to don't vet know you yet. and I don't right, know yeah. you. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think the person who asks the person out should plan it. If I'm her, I'm going to say, oh, do you want to grab a drink X night, blah, 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 sure. whatever time. I'm going to plan the day. If I'm ask, if I ask any, if I ask a friend to do something, yeah. I'm not expect. I'm not like, hey, if I ask a friend to get dinner with me, I don't then wait for them to tell me, suggest a day and, and a dinner date. That's, a re- the, that's the reasonable thing to say. But yeah. I'm saying this isn't always what's happening. Right. Well, if those people... We suck, should do so. drinks. Oh, should we? Right. We, we should do a I gift. I should choose a place and pay for you it. You should get me a gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, it, and I know they might not mean it that way, but then there's no other way into that conversation than me planning a date at that point. We should get drinks. You okay, should, when? Well, what you should respond is like, okay, like, let me know um, like, where you want to meet. But <laughs> well, now, now I'm in for this fucking date that I didn't even well, know. Well, that's what I'm If you want to go on the I date, I didn't even get to swipe these people. <laughs> Or you just don't answer. You answer everyone. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. 
That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Red flag or deal breaker. Ready? Okay. They don't want to circumcise their son. <laughs> deal breaker. <laughs> Not just because I'm a Jew, just because I think it's weird. Have you yeah. ever been with a anteater? I haven't. Never. I have friends who have, though, and their war stories are scary. <laughs> this starts... I don't even know what I would do with that. The circumcision thing on my podcast started like a, a one-year debate about the, the circumcision. So you have a daughter. She's, I mean, I have a daughter. You have a wife, you have a wife and, or you're dating a girl, and she's like, yeah, I don't believe in circumcision. If I have a son, never getting circumcised. I got to have my son's penis look like mine. I got to have twin penises. And I, I can't <laughs> for the photos. Yeah, <laughs> I can't be walking can't around look, the locker room. Can't look out of sync in the family my, portrait. Yeah, what if I bring my son to the JCC, and we're walking around the locker room naked? They're like, someone's son is just loose here. No, he's mine. That can't be yours. He's a, I gotta, have, I gotta have matching. Too much foreskin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a deal breaker. The deal breaker because yeah, because yeah. I gotta have matching penis with my son. I had a friend, and she was like to me the other day. She's like, you know, like. I looked it up and like some there's some articles that say that circumcising isn't even like particularly good for you like I, well, goes, a, there's a sensitivity thing that pe- this is what the these male activist bullshit people say that it feels better apparently there's no way of knowing though because yeah, you wouldn't know exactly both ways I'm fine with my penis all right so 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 you're out if she's out okay no force no son of yours shall no force son him. of mine. All right. Um, this is from Morgan, listener. Also, it would create such a division with me and my son, right? There's yeah. got to be a point later in his life where it's like, you don't love me. You didn't even make my penis look like yours. <laughs> you didn't even care. <laughs> you don't even care. Yeah. Jared Jr. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be allowed either. I know. All right. They, uh, he's perfect in every way, but he says uh, C instead of yes to every question or comment, and he's not Hispanic. Instead oh. of yes. Oh, or I'm she. Out. I'm out. Not into the sea. I'm out on. <laughs> this is how I talk, girl. C. 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 And it's like they think it's cute. Or like hola. Hola, yeah. <laughs> fuck hola, girl. Hola, chica. Yeah. I you ever meet a girl like that? I couldn't. Or a guy? Yeah. And the worst of the girls like that call other girls babe. The babe stuff is annoying. Some guys it, are like kind of into it, I guess. No, you know why people use the word babe? It's to. You, publicly lock in whoever they're with in front of the group hey babe hey babe yeah that means we're boyfriend girlfriend that's what babe is just so you know i had a friend and their relationship was so bad but all they they did that babe shit and it was just a way it's like that off do you watch the office uh yeah of course there's like that thing with michael and jan and they're like going into this huge fight in front of yes. all their company in their house and you're just like babe that's like, the best episode then, ever yeah. of that show yeah and they basically yeah. just like and then she winds up like throwing his tv on the floor yeah. or something like that and still calling him babe the couple that calls each other babe a lot is always a mask for a bad couple yeah hear that guys no babe yeah you're just no you're just, either you're just ringing a relationship alarm Babe, babe, babe. So it just sounds like a siren. Yeah. That's very impressive. <laughs> um, is that it? And then only text and emojis. Only text and emojis? Or excess, excessive use of them. Let's call it excessive use of emojis. I love emojis. I'm in. You're in? I'm totally sold. It's a red flag for me. But I'm is not, it? I'm not out. But like, I... Too, like emotional... Um, emojis are like an I love you. You don't want to like overuse it. It, becomes, oh. it weakens it. If you say it too often. I like going <laughs> off the page. I like, I like surpri- using ill, 
ill, you know, oft-used emojis. Okay. There's I like a, an unexpected emoji. Like, sure. oh, like that, or that emoji was perfect for, like, really describing how your tone of voice was in that. Perfect in that emoji article. timing is a thing. Yeah. You know I what, get I'm that. saying you don't want to just throw emojis out there like they're going on a Willy style. Willy-nilly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm f- I, I, that's fair. You've changed me. <laughs> look, look how we, men and, and women can influence each other in the dating community. And I think we've changed the world. We have. One, uh, one emoji at a time. <laughs> It was a great, it was a great episode. If Is I do it? say so myself. <laughs> nice backpack. Yes, again. Uh, yeah, lots of fun as always. Covered a lot of shit, t- shit today. We yeah. covered everything. Um, listen, we're here every week. Wednesdays at five is when these come yes. out. So keep telling your friends. Make sure you're subscribed. Keep sending your emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I'm Jared Free. I'm Jordana Abraham. We will see you next week. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.